when I introduce you. Let's keep this yeah, for a while. Yeah. Yo, Destiny has arrived. Wakanda forever, uh, etc., etc. We got all the quotes for you today. And, and welcome to the penultimate. And get this man a shield. And welcome to the penultimate place to get your Marvel news, fireside chats, and all things Marvel. And our MCU reviews, like today's episode. This is, of course, episode 43 of the Marvel Mondays Initiative. Uh, getting closer to that number 50. And today's topic is not Black Panther. That was last week. It is the Avengers Infinity War. Folks, if you're listening on your favorite podcast service, please, please, please feel free to give us a good rating on that platform. It helps the algorithms and helps us grow our audience. So we really do appreciate it. If you take the time, give us a little five star, a little five banger. If you're watching on YouTube, consider dropping a like and a sub. And don't forget to hit that bell to get notifications for all the shows we do here, uh, like the Penultimate Games show, the Cross Media show, and Anime Nation. If you're watching on Twitch and you have Amazon Prime, that means that you have Prime Gaming, which means you have one free sub to give away to us. Not Sorry, not to us. To anyone. But we would appreciate it if you gave it to us. Uh, if not, that's quite all right. Stick around. Hang out. Find out what we have to say about, you know, things. For those of you that don't know me, I am your host for the evening. Your favorite. I almost said your favorite Mexican uh, sad boy. I don't know why I went, went with that entrance. Okay. Um, but I guess I'll go back to Curator Cinema and host for the evening. But alongside me today, the friendly neighborhood co-host of all things Marvel and Destiny. Uh, the busiest dad in town. Eric Ginn. Hello, how are you? Do what you did with the Infinity Gauntlet again. Because I didn't know you could do that, and that's... <laughs> that's too funny to me, dude. <laughs> like, I'm imagining Thanos doing that with the Gauntlet, which he would never do, but... Of course not. Incredible. Uh, doing, doing all right. That other voice you heard rounding out the war table is, of course, our one and only director of operations, Ben Guerrero. How's it going, guys? Chilling, man. It's finally Bummer about all those Avengers. It's been a wild day on the internet for the past, like, 18 hours. No, we're not here to talk about that. Thank you, Ruben. Thank you. Thank you. I, I need a break from this. Yeah. I'm just saying it's been a wild 18 hours. It's been a say... while. You're right. You know, it, it has been a wild ride. That's all I'm know? saying. It's just been a wild Animation has gotten screwed by the Oscars, and it's finally time somebody said... Fuck you, Oscars. All right. I'll I'll do you one better. Okay. It's been a wild two years in general. Yeah. How about that? We'll we'll say Encanto is probably the weakest animated winner I've seen in quite some time. What? Encanto, yeah, absolutely. Encanto did not really deserve that win last night. I'm just saying. Have, did we watch the same movie? Yeah, Encanto's not that yeah. great, man. Thank you, Eric. Wow. Ryan the Last Dragon should have won. No, I'm kidding. No, no, I don't know my man. I like Ryan the Last Dragon. I do too. A lot of people wanted Mitchell and the Machines to win. Mitchell and the Machines, which is which was also the wrong pick for that, but I would have been fine. You were gonna go Flea. Yeah, of course, Flea should have won everything. Didn't win any. Didn't didn't win one single thing. Sucks. Anyway, that is. Okay, look for a second. For a second, go look at the go look at the animation wins for the past ten years. Disney has won nine out of ten. One year didn't win, and that went to Sony for twenty eighteen. Disney um, should have won again. Ruben, do you do you really Disney like did, Disney did win? What are you talking about? Yeah. What? No, I didn't watch the Oscars. No. No. Just it was it was a terrible. Oh yeah, I mean I saw clips. I, I saw clips. Uh, that 
we don't talk about Bruno. That was, was terrible too. Horrible. I didn't even watch. I didn't even watch the Oscars. I was just. Uh, so I, I kept racist. that without my phone. And then that Will Smith thing happened. Where we, we don't talk about this. Oh, we don't talk. About, is this okay, I'm looking. Ba- this I'm looking back. We don't talk about this. I'm looking back at all the animated movie wins, and I think the only one like Coco obviously deserved it that year. Zootopia deserved it that year. No, Zootopia is all about drugs and kids. Zootopia know? is awesome. Either way, hooked on drugs. My takeaway is that there are like a, a lot more important animation movies than just the Disney movies. You know what I mean? Like those yeah. are fantastic. I love absolutely. The you know what? Like, You're right, Christian. Come on. You're right. Flea right. over over Encanto. Again, no I way. didn't see. I'm Flea, not so. I mean, Spider uh, across Spider Verse. Oh yes. Oh, Let's go yeah. between that and Turning Red. Like obviously, I would like Turning Red to win, but uh, we all know across Spider Verse. Very exciting stuff on the horizon. Yeah, what else is on the horizon? These oh Marvel God. news that we've got for you. Speaking of the Oscars, Marvel was at the Oscars last night. Uh, this is two moments here. This is so yes. embarrassing. <laughs> so the Oscars this year, for some reason, decided to uh, be more populist. I don't know. Trying to get the uh, the younger crowd in um, by having these two very odd kind of categories, in my opinion. Uh, the first is movie cheer moments at this uh, at this year's Oscars, right? And there was two Marvel movies that made the cut. Uh, there was a top five. Number three is Avengers Endgame, the Avengers Assemble scene at the end. And number two is Spider-Man No Way Home's Spider-Man theme up as the movie cheer moments. I will say number one just because we're already on this. Number one is indeed Zack Snyder's Justice League with the Flash Speed Force. I, I just think that this thing, I know, like I said, they try to get the young people. This is just like a slap in the face to everybody else. Like, it's just I've, weird. It's, it's so strange how, like, the Oscars is in, like, this microchasm of what film is. Like, it, it's like, can a popular movie be in the Best Picture nominee, nomination? Like, it's just so weird how I feel as that, like, the general movie-going audience, this is not for them, obviously. Like, I think the Oscars are mainly just for critics. That's just me. That's just why I feel. And so, I mean, I made the joke last night. It's like, no way home, not getting anything. And it's just crying with the money on the face. I mean, what really matters? Does it matter if you get Oscars or, like, you know, if you were yes. financially successful? It does, though. Like, having an Oscar means something. It means so much to, like, small movies that, like, when they are, like, boom, like, they win an Oscar. Think of all the people that are going to maybe think about getting Apple Plus to go watch Coda tonight. Like, that, the problem, though, is, like, after the shenanigans of last night, like, Coda's night was, like, taken from it. Like, let's let's be real. Oh, yeah. Like, everything that everyone worked on yesterday is overshadowed. Quest Love's speech happening right after that slap. It's yeah, it's like it's it's just really strange. And it's one of those things where like what goes into the decision making process because like really don't look up that deserves to be in the best picture category. Like no it 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 doesn't no it's way. so weird. Like they're definitely it won't happen anytime soon, but there definitely needs to be more people involved. Um different kinds of people involved with the movie selection process because like this is like an oscars i just i did not care about this year at all and to be f- i don't want to say to be fair like the past four years have gotten better like they're, they're we've gotten like more diverse members of the academy and like introducing like more diverse films which has been great i love to see it 
but there still like needs to play more work because Eric is absolutely right. This year's like picks throughout, not just best picture stuff, was just a very weird year. And speaking of weird, there was another category that the um, Academy decided to do, which was uh, a fan favorite film. This is of course voted by by Twitter users, just like the other one, which is the movie cheer moments. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home earned fourth place for the fan favorite film honor at this year's Oscars behind uh, Cinderella, Army of the Dead. And there was something else. Cinderella. That one they did for Amazon Prime with, uh, I can't remember her name, and yeah, Billy yeah, Porter. Yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. That's absolutely ridiculous. Again, very weird segment. Yeah. We just a weird night altogether, but there you have it. Uh, Marvel was indeed at the Oscars. Are we happy with the way they showed up? No. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I'm still waiting on Catherine Hans Oscar, you know. We really need to have a talk with you about how awards work for entertainment Ruben. I'm just saying, like honestly, her performance was so well done that she deserved an Oscar. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Am I wrong, Christian? Don't ask me. Okay. Am I wrong, Eric? Also, it's so wild. Like I, I chuckle because we know how I feel about the movie. But like Dune didn't even have most of its categories like shown on air. Yeah, but they had the most oh. important one. Okay. In what? Hans Zimmer. That's all I gotta say. Hans I mean, that was all. That also was not part of it. That happened. Yeah, off. like it, it's yeah, wild. I'm, I'm okay. How, like, He's got an Oscar again. I, that's all right. That's all I need. How, I don't know if you guys saw the pictures of him in the bathrobe. Like, yeah, I did see that one. In, I think he was in Amsterdam or something because yeah. he's working on something. Yeah, it's was, it was hilarious. Now, isn't he still touring? Is that what he's doing? Yeah, I think he's touring. I would love to go to a Hans Zimmer show. That would be yeah. awesome. play the Modern Warfare Two <laughs> multiplayer. Well, first menu. off, don't don't, don't like, this is not a joke. This man goes hard for these shows. Yes. He oh, I, I have no. I, I want to see Hans Zimmer perform, man. The last show that he did recently, he actually played uh, a Ukrainian, uh, not a, uh, I guess uh, an not an edit, but like an adaptation. Somebody performed one of his songs. And he like, decided to put uh, play it as opposed to his song, yeah, as opposed like, to the original. Hans Zimmer mm. did the greatest movie score of all time. Interstellar. That is it's 1994's crazy. The Lion King. Uh, this is also true. Yeah, I can't deny. So, this is Interstellar, great though. I'm with you there. Oh my that god! Movie, <laughs> that movie <laughs> goes hard. Fuck. Anyway, speaking of movies that go hard. Or that will go hard. Black Panther Wakanda Forever has wrapped filming. Uh, we were just talking last week about like when that was going to happen. There was trouble that... It's like, almost no, as if That movie has... It's coming... Almost as if we predicted it exactly. That same week. It wraps filming, so... Does that movie come out when? November? Something like that? November, <laughs> yeah. Who knows, yeah. man? It's aiming for November. We'll see. We might make it pushed back. We'll see. <laughs> that was my dog. I'm sorry. That was a dog? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of things on, on the horizon, again, more Marvel stuff this week. Moon Knight debuts this week. Moon Knight is, of course, the six-episode um, series, limited series, starring uh, Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke and some other characters. God, I'm so ready for it. It's like two days out. I'm so fucking ready for it. Is that Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. Maybe oh, I'll, man. Maybe I'll do something Ooh. crazy and stay up. Am I that insane? No, don't you have to go uh, into the office on Wednesday? On Thursday. 
Yeah, we had this discussion last week. You, yeah. you said you were you can't watch them. No, but that doesn't make any anymore. sense. You can still watch it when they air. It's Wednesday no. morning. No, Wednesday. No, no. Thursday. Oh my god. <laughs> it's Thursday morning. Thursday morning. Wednesday yeah, night. Midnight. Yeah. Okay. So it's not Wednesdays. No, it's Tuesday morning. Yeah, oh that's what god. I'm saying. Ruben, it's Tuesday morning. It's Tuesday morning. Me. Sorry, Tuesday midnight is There's when no you way. should be able to it's watch. It's coming it. out tomorrow night. Is that true? No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. I mean it would. I mean it would. It's coming out. In Wednesdays. It's usually up. 20, by like thirty-six three. hours. Yeah, there you go. When does Moon Knight come out? March thirtieth. Yeah, thirty-six so, hours. Three a.m. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! That's what yeah. I'm saying. So close. Mm-hmm. We are so, so close. You can stay up and watch it because you're working from home. I'll, I'll think about this. I will say I'm very excited how excited Kevin Feige is because I know he loves Moon Knight. Mm. So. And we love him. How long is this first episode? I, they yeah. said these are going to be like the 40, 50 minute. Since it's six episodes, it's going to be like that. 45 minutes episode one, according to IMDb. It's fine. Let's go. I might stay up. I might stay up. Let's go. All right. I'm sure this like is... three minutes of that is credits. What? Ryan says it's probably an hour, but I'm thinking, yeah, 45 minutes. Think of the, the, the Loki times. This guy. I gave him the confirmation from IMDb saying 45 minutes. He goes, yeah, I'm thinking 45. Like, well, no, I think he, no, 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 no. he put this. He put this. He put this before. Or are you talking about me? It's about you. Oh, I'm thinking 45. Anyway. I think that's all the Marvel news this week. Anything else I missed? I think that was it, pretty much. Yeah. I think that's it. Oh, yeah, I think that is it. I think that's it. Still no Thor trailer, and I got like three days left to go before. I'm telling you it's not going to happen. We called it, Eric. We said it wouldn't be March. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying May. Right before, right before... uh... I was going to say Maybe pl- House of M, but that's not. <laughs> oh, my. Maybe PlayStation's big news is that they're dropping the Thor 11 Thunder. Trailer. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, so yeah. do oh, you want to oh, hear about the PlayStation news I read today, which is probably fake as all hell. But, whew, it's a doozy. It's technically Marvel-related. Um, there's a couple. Again, this is. Rumors, everyone. Rumors. This is very big rumors, like in the sense of, like, I wouldn't even trust it, but it's kind of roped into the conversation. Christian brought up PlayStation, so I have to bring this up. Um, apparently, PlayStation is making an Iron Man game along with a Captain America game along with a, uh, another Spider Man game, not Spider Man 2. What is this, like 2008? Yeah. Right? It's crazy. Yeah. Who's making the Iron Man game, Ruben? Oh, I don't fucking know. Who? Where did you see this? Uh, this Send is, me this link. This was some fake ass website that I saw. Okay, I was, I was about to say again. Yeah, I said this was a really fake. Like these rumors were too good to be true. You know? Yeah, I did say that. We got we got Spider Man and Wolverine coming. We're we're good. God, those are gonna be great. Could you imagine? Insomniac Marvel games are so good. Insomniac and Clank ones. Games. Yeah. I, Boo this man, chat. Boo this man. Uh, All right. Well, of course, our topic of the show is Marvel's Infinity War. Before we get into our discussion, here's a word from our sponsors. 
This episode is brought to you by Buzzsprout. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, which is why we've partnered up with Buzzsprout to help you succeed. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform, so join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. You'll get a great-looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and much, much more. Following the link in the description below, let's Buzzsprout know that we sent you, gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and help support our show. Thank you very much, Buzzsprout. Now let's talk about all the Avengers that died. Oh my god. Okay. Infinity War. Premiere date, April 27, 2018. A a few sheer months away after Black Panther. (laughs) (laughs) A budget of of $321 million with a global box office of $2 billion. Wow. Directed by the two... Two and only. Is that a phrase? The two and only. Joe and Anthony Russo. Screenplay by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. And this movie got me and my McFeelys. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Guys, we always start off with theater experiences, but I want to go before theater experiences for a quick second. Something we don't normally do. I want to know what your thoughts were watching these freaking trailers for the first time, you know? Because Infinity War and Endgame trailers got to be like the best, like, Top the tier. Phase three stuff. Top tier. Yeah, they're like they were so good. Top what, tier what of the trailers. Of... I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. What were your sort of like hype factors, like kind of anticipation for Infinity War watching these trailers? If you remember, Ruben, you want to go? It was beyond expectations, and somehow the movie beat beyond yeah. my expectations. Like, I this is when I first realized that uh, Marvel started doing like started faking out stuff in the trailers where we thought we saw where we thought we would see Hulk fighting some fucking aliens. And then they faked us out with what could arguably be probably the worst thing they could have done with the Hulk, but it is what it is. Um, uh, yeah, it was, it was so good. You know, my, my, brain was thinking about all these theories about what the fuck could happen like everybody was telling me the avengers are gonna make it the avengers are gonna make it and i was with them i was with them saying like this is gonna be this This is it it's it's all led up to this and then we get defeated guys we get defeated eric so it was a wild time because we knew like it was all coming to this moment right here. Yeah. And I remember like we at work, we were even like having some moments where we would like, I would take like a little bit of a mental break and I'd go and be like, all right, guys, we know where the power stone comes from. We know where the time uh, stone comes from. We know all this. Where the fuck is the soul stone coming from? And of course, there were like all the theories and stuff that you know the soul stone was used in like the super soldier serum and all that stuff. That's why oh, Captain man. America is so like. That's why you know the super soldier serum works the way it does is because of the soul stone. And I just remember just like the trailers, just instantly. Even though he's only been in it for like you know, not even two minutes of screen time at all like thanos like in the trailers mm. themselves were just like whoa yeah this is this Heavy. is something oh man um 
like the way they cut it again cut the trailer is like Gamora's talking to Tony and stuff like oh my god the Guardians are like getting involved with the Dude. Avengers it's like what we've wanted and everything and uh Whew. so it's it's just it was incredible build up like I don't know of any time where something was built up to this like in, yeah. in modern filmmaking like in modern movies I don't know of it, a movie more anticipated than Infinity War was. I'll give time. you one. I'll give you one. Oh, okay, at the time. A few years later, Endgame happens, you know? Yeah, that's, why, that's what I'm saying. Like, before yeah. before yeah. this one, like, the only one I can think of is maybe, maybe Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Mm. Like, before Infinity War, the only one I can think yeah, of yeah. is, like, maybe Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi and stuff I like would, that. I'd say probably, like, Force Awakens. Maybe. And that, like, that was that. wild, too. It's just, like, what the hell they were going to do. But I just, oh... And then, like, you heard the reports, like, after the movie that someone, I remember on Snapchat, uh, it was not Snapchat, it was Twitter, someone posted a Snapchat of, like, someone went into, like, cardiac arrest after the movie yeah. because of what happened, and he had to be brought out <laughs> yeah. on a stretcher, and I'm like, oh my, oh my god. god. <laughs> yeah, dude, for me, like, these trailers do three things. Uh, like, already, the... something I loved is that they, like, this specific Infinity War trailer like set a tone like off the bat like it, it's it's a drone it's like this like rendition of the uh, Avengers music but like in this like you know the quiet like haunting piano that already is like oh my god like this is actually happening like, this like this villain is gonna be like insane number two is that they've got three people being tortured across the teaser and the first trailer um or screaming I thought Chris Hemsworth was being tortured he's not but he's still yeah. screaming. But like seeing Vision like with the stone like that like the spear in his and the stone and him like screaming and then seeing Strange get tortured while he's screaming and I'm like, that's when I realized, I don't know who's safe in this movie. I I don't like anyone can go, and then like Eric said, yeah, seeing Thanos and then the, more than that like, the, at the end of the first trailer, there's like a little stinger and it's Thor meeting the Guardians and it's like oh my yeah God. yeah that's everyone is going to meet everyone. This this shit is actually happening. Like ten years worth of movie, almost ten years. I think it's like eight I'm, years at this point. What we're talking about it. I got the trailer going right now just to remember it. Oh my god, it's it's nice. The, yeah, it's really, the I, trailer I remember the most is just hearing Thanos' voiceover. Dread it, run from it. Ah, uh, Destiny arrives all the same. And I'm every time that popped up on TV, I would just like make sure the room was dead silent because I wanted to like be in the moment, you know. Oh God! I may have been a bad boyfriend when this movie come, came out, because my girlfriend and I at the time had IMAX tickets to go see this opening night, and out of nowhere, like that day, uh, her friend from like high school and stuff like came up out of town from California all the way to Oregon to visit. She was having like, she was going through something, and you know, and so like she obviously was not going to go to the theater because her friend arrived. We we can't do three seats. We you know we already got the two. Yeah. And her friends are having a hard time. And she told me, she's like, you can go if you want, which should have you know, been like, yeah. and I, I was like, you sure? I, <laughs> I fuck, of course I went. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I, listen, I would have been in the same position, you know? I would have yeah. been like, all right, peace out. I gave like, them their space. It was okay. Yeah. She I remember in the bad. trailers, like, they edited out Stormbreaker. Like, there's that one shot where, yeah. like, he's holding up Stormbreaker and they, uh, they edited it out so you couldn't oh see it. Oh my god! They edited out the stones. Like, there's a shot of yeah. him with like two stones. At that time, he's got like four already. 
Yeah. Bro, this is the hypest trailer of all time. Anyway, moving on from trailer stuff, I want to know what you're... I kind of brought it up. Theater experiences. Obviously, I saw it in IMAX. Me by myself with an NTC next to me. Sorry, ex-girlfriend. Eric, how about you? I, I This was just... This was wild. Like, I remember I brought my gauntlet in that day because I bought it before. And... Um, <laughs> I just remember ever there was just like this tension in the room, yeah. like what is about to happen. And there were multiple moments, like when the Guardians first showed up. Oh, that was one of the loudest cheers uh, because you know it's like exciting. Like we're cutting from like the heroes we've seen so many times, and then cutting to the Guardians, and then you know when Spider Man shows up, there's lots of cheers, and it's just when all these different characters are brought in different cheers, and it's just. It's wild. I will say this movie was just like a two and a half hour final scene from Return of the Jedi. Because you had so many moving pieces going on in this movie where it's like, all right, let's cut to the Guardians. Let's cut to Heroes on Earth. Let's cut to space. And I thought like they... There are four different like arcs. And it's, and it's yeah. wild. Like how but it, it works. just works. Yeah, how it works. And it's just... We're going to get to more nitty-gritty stuff in a bit, but, oh, man, this movie is just... Ooh, this movie was something else. Ruben. I don't even Give have me. it here for my tickets. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Um, I don't... I, I, I believe, if I remember correctly, that I had gone to see this in the city, of course, because you can't go see... Avengers and uh, I'm sorry, Avengers, Avengers Infinity War, like just willy nilly, you got to go see this shit in the in the city in theaters, like with the whole crowd just fucking going wild. Mm. The line yeah, for popcorn ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta show up early to that one, huh? Yeah, man, you have to show up like three hours early. But like that, that's the thing, you can't show up early because. People walk out of the theater and they don't give a shit. They'll spoil the shit out Dude, of the movie. It was either for this one or Endgame. I had to shut off my phone completely because there was people airdropping spoilers. Oh my god, that's I forget which one it was, but I was like, nope. I had something airdropped to me in line and I, I didn't look at it, I just turned it off. Good idea. So good idea. Yeah. I have not had that happen to me yet. I'm very scared of that ever happening to me at all. Jesus. Could you imagine if somebody did that to for I would hate that. For Spider-Man, oh, I would have. Spoilers for Force Awakens, the you know, it's okay. It's few years old movie. Star Wars movie. When I when I went to go see it, I made the mistake. It's not. Come on, come on. It's a bad movie. I'm at the theater. It's the second showing of the night, opening night. I missed the first one, and I checked Snapchat because usually usually Snapchat was fine, but I was off Twitter and I was off Facebook. And somebody in their story said, "R.I.P. Han Solo," and I'm like, "Damn." No worries. <laughs> what a piece of shit. Anyway. Oh man. We've got Eric. We kind of, Eric kind of touched on it a little bit. Let's let's hear your general reviews of Infinity War, and um, I can I can go first. Infinity War still might be the best MCU movie. There's the there's a case to be made. Is it actually? No. Everyone's different. We all have different kind of which one should be the best. But I think certainly. This is like Avengers at their best. The Russo brothers really nailed this part one and part two story of you know Infinity War and Endgame. Obviously, we're analyzing one. From tone to the way the stories are like reaching all their climaxes and then kind of coalescing together 
um, and then still feeling fractured at the end and like ending on that huge cliffhanger, that shock value. It is so good. So often do we get like these MCU movies where like it's kind of the end of the world scenario that like is fixed. And this one just, we don't get that, that closure. We're left with so many questions. And I think that's one of the reasons why it works so well. Also, Thanos, as, like, a villain, is one of the scariest villains that we've gotten in the MCU. And, like, and rightfully so, because he's, like, one of the he's biggest unhinged. threats. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about him. But, yeah, I think from top to bottom, like, this is, like, one of the, the greatest MCU movies, like, to this day. How do you guys feel? General thoughts. Eric, go ahead. Uh, this, this movie is, like, I ex- uh, explained in my uh, theater experience. Like, it's just insane that all the little pieces fit together and just we take you know 10 minutes maybe not even 10 minutes with Gamora and we're still like this father-daughter story is mixed in with this whole movie about you know the end of the universe and it just works and um it oh man I I can't (laughs) it's uh oh like just the the different personalities finally gelling together because you know you got Tony and Steven meeting for the first time and that was just like how what happens when you have two narcissists in the room together and it's exactly what happened there. Um, let's see, and you got Thor and uh, Star Lord butting heads with one another and you uh, don't know what you're talking about. Bruce saying hi to Nat again. Oh, yeah. he didn't even say hi. He just said Nat. Yeah, Atria, yeah. Natasha. Because he's Andrews. like still pissed yeah. off, you know? I would be too. And just what an opening, too. Like, we've had so much, like, in the MCU, we have some, you know, heavy stuff, but it's usually light and everything. And this movie just starts off with, hey, hits with all this hit. Guardian shit, most of the people in this Asgardian ship, dead. Dead. Yeah. Thor is, you know, captured. Uh, Hulk gets his ass just whooped, and uh, all these things, and then Loki, Loki, freaking dying in the first ten minutes of this movie was inside. And that was the first gasp, like when when Loki got stabbed. When Loki was um, when Thanos picked up, I just heard the, (gasps) and then just when the, just oh man. Nobody respects Heimdall like I do. Fuck you That's guys. not true. That's not true. I respect the shit out of him. Thank you. Thank you, Ruben. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have had been prepared, you know? Well, not yeah. prepared, but like... Eric said it, and so we're in, we're in like full plot discussion now. Yeah, the hard open. Like, there is no time for like music or anything. The audio that's playing over like the, the, uh, the opening credits, like the Marvel scroll... It's just the distri- no. I think it's the. I actually listened with headphones this time. I think they're talking to Thanos' ship, saying we're not a warship. Well, the I only reason crazy. the only reason why I thought it was a distress signal is because that's how the guardians like get to the ship. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that yeah. is that is true. Duh. I apologize. No, that's okay. Because I also thought that at first. But yes, yeah. Eric nailed it with the tone here. That drone that plays over and over again every time like Thanos is, it's intimidating is what it is. That, I don't, I don't want to do it, but like I'll do it. That 
it just happens like throughout the whole movie and i'm like just scared the whole time it's so freaking good dude yeah man it's fucking crazy and he starts with one stone already which is wild and like yeah. it's crazy like yeah he just he destroyed xandar he what yeah he just went and destroyed the place got the stone uh oh we forgot one piece of marvel news now that we brought up xandar they're talking about. Did we already oh, discuss this last the week? The Nova Show. Yeah, finally the my boy. Oh, with Dick Ryder. We don't know who it is with. It might be Dick, Dick Ryder. It might Dick. be his his son. We're not sure. <laughs> it's Richard Ryder, you piece of shit. I I just I don't know. Like that's crazy to me. You know, somebody named that, you know. <laughs> There's a kid named Dick Grayson in Batman. What are you talking about? Yeah, oh, it's more, it's more. Okay, I just put two and two together. I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for Nova. Okay. Yeah. So I, this kind of leads to my first question: Is what makes Infinity War different from the other Avengers movies? And for me, I think it's just all tone and script. This this movie does does not feel like the normal like kind of Eric said like happy go lucky. I don't want I don't want Cleveland movies happy go lucky either. But you know what I mean like. Like those feel like more kind of roller coaster kind of like fun experiences. Infinity War felt like an like an event. Yeah. Oh, yes, Ruben. I would say that there's hope in the other movies. There's the there's little to no hope in this movie. Like you you once you see Thanos kill Loki and almost destroy Thor and take out Hulk. You you understand what this movie is doing to you. <laughs> there is no more hope at all. Like the Avengers, once you see that they're split, Tony goes up into space. You have uh, freaking Vision trying to get the, the fucking uh, stone out of his head. But Wanda's like, no, 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 let's keep it in. And we're like, no, just fucking take it out of him. Um, it, they're all scattered. And Tony's vision just comes to fruition. And you realize that the minute that we see them being scattered. So can no I just hope. say, can I just say on, on that notion of no hope, very easily could this movie have just like kind of stuck to, you know, the Avengers like fighting, right? And, like and winning. Kind of like battles and events. or And winning as well, yeah. But to like spend time to like really analyze characters like where they are in the moment before like Thanos hits. Like I'm thinking of two major moments. One is uh, Tony and Pepper talking about like having kids. He mentions Morgan. Yeah. Like that sense of futurity is happening right before like this big event. And then uh, Vision and Wanda like getting to explore their love even just for like I don't know two like, years. three to four minutes on on screen. Yeah. 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 Two years. Yeah. On screen like three to four minutes. Like I buy it. There was yeah. not that much set up in it, but like it still felt like like they had history and it felt like lived in. And that what that does is like when you have like these major moments that happen later on in the movie, and we feel that weight because they're, they're so connected with other characters that it just it feels more powerful and tangible. It's it's such great filmmaking. I couldn't have said it better myself. I think what makes this movie different than all the other ones is like how the Russos talked about. Like the main character in this movie is Thanos. Like this yes. is this is his movie, and we go on the journey with him. And I liked how they talked about like there's a reason that, like he took off the armor in the beginning because this was like a spiritual moment for him. Like this is what his life's goal was is to get all these stones. And the fact that he's not even just like wearing armor 
at all during the movie just shows how much this means to him. And I think that, you know, underneath it all, you find out, yeah, this guy is a toxic abuser is what he is. And he's not this righteous person that you think. And it always goes into the classic saying, like, the villains, the best kind of villains are ones who think they're right. And obviously, like, the man was like, all right, I got a plan. I'm going to do this. And he thinks he's right in this. Like, look, I'm trying to save everybody here by wiping half of the universe out. Uh, and it's just, oof. Okay, I'm going to bring up the question now that I think Ruben was typing in, yeah. which I have to answer immediately because Eric just brought it up as well. Uh, Ruben writes, the ultimate question about this movie, was Thanos right? Immediately, my answer is no. There's no way. So it's difficult because you have to take into account of one. Did anybody ask Thanos to do this? Like, no, he, he could have done it for himself. He could have taken the time stone and just go back in time and done it for um, his planet. But no, this man decides to take up the mantle, which I thought we were going to go with, you know, like the reason why he really did all of this was because he wanted to bang death. Yes. Let's, let's yes. So I was really hoping that that was what it was. But, you know, it's an even better storyline that we get this. Um, but uh, yeah. The fact that he does it by himself without asking any sort of population of people is kind of like, eh, okay, well, you didn't really need to do this. You wanted to do this because you thought you were right, but like, and nobody really asking you to do this. So why don't you fucking take it up to, with your people? And if they chose not to do it, that's because there's a seriously ethical problem with yeah. the whole situation but i would say thanos was right up to a certain extent just because oh, no, you're like, right doesn't mean you have to do, you have to follow through with what you've done like for me is he right about like po overpopulation absolutely We've yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Our own world. like yeah is he right, right about, about like genocide to, to taking to, his into his own actions? Like no, absolutely, absolutely not. not. When you have the when you have the power to do anything at the palm of your hand, like killing half of the the, the species everywhere, it probably shouldn't be the thing you do. Like that's Make why the villain, world's right? bigger. Yeah, you know, like more food. Yeah, you know <laughs> more food resources. Resources. Yeah. Well, actually, no that 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 fucks up. You know what I just found out, guys? I'm sorry to go off on a little tangent here. I'm interested. So it's stupid but like it might blow your mind like the reason why the earth is stayed the same weight is because all of the things that we've built was still found on earth like you know all the high-rise buildings we've fucking made it's just fucking pieces of that makes sense yeah it's just so like if he added more resources it kind of would have fucked things up Oh, yeah. that is interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you don't think of that. You, so you have oh. to like proportion it. Like, you get what I'm trying to say? Like, it's got to be yeah. proportioned. Yeah. All right, take some water away, you know? Wow. Some As you water. know, Ruben, the hardest choices require the strongest wills. 
Yeah, but it, we didn't talk enough about how hard Thanos' lines went in this movie. Oh my god, so mm-hmm. hard, so hard. But we also don't talk about the fact that the, we get the great one of the greatest scenes in this movie of all time, where the um, we have Spider Man and Iron Man just and Doctor Strange just fighting the Guardians, and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We get Iron Man asking, "Are you from Earth?" No, I'm from Missouri. That's from that's on Earth. Stupid. Uh, it was just like that whole scene of them bickering back and forth is fucking great. I can't believe from that scene you choose that joke over why is Gamora? I mean, like, why is Gamora iconic? What man? master do you serve? What do you want me to say, Jesus, Jesus? or something? Oh my God, it's so good, yeah. so good. This movie got some good jokes. There's there's some there's some funny shit in there. Real quick, I, I also want to ask something. Um, this movie is different in that it, it's got like actual like different stories, like different character. We're following different characters doing different things. I'm be right back. The other ones don't necessarily do that. Like I think in Age of Ultron, they were going to do that with Thor going off to do something else, and then they cut it right. But this one, like, there Thor really does have like an arc here, and that, I think Thor is probably the m- most interesting to me in Infinity War than the other movies because like. We really get to like analyze his psyche. He lost everyone, and he's dealing with it in his own way. And he goes. He's the like, MVP of this movie. God, dude, I'm gonna say it. I love watching him go to make Stormbreaker at Nebula. Oh yeah, it's Ever, so cool. I think on the internet, people were like, uh, "This just takes everything out." Like, no, I just think it shows that Thor, Thor got spanked. Let's be real. Like, you know, he got spanked in Ragnarok and lost his dad. Um, mm-hmm. He got spanked in this one and lost, you know, his best friend. He lost Loki and everything. And, like, the scene where, like, Rocket's talking to him where he's like, yeah, he just beat you. And he's like, well, he hasn't beaten me twice. And, like, Chris Hemsworth acting in that scene was really good because, like, he's trying to hold back all these tears and everything. Um, and still trying to maintain the macho-ness of Thor. I, I thought it was it was really good. Like, it was a very nuanced performance by him. Yeah, because he smiles at Rocket at the end of that thing when he's saying, like, oh, everyone he's lost. And, like, you can tell it's, like, a, a totally fake smile. But yet he still goes on this mission because that's, that's what he does. When I watch him freaking throw Rocket's pod and then start up the, I don't know. Star? The machine that orbits this star by by just sheer strength. I start to question like Hulk being the strongest Avenger when that question is posed in Ragnarok. I don't know. Thor Thor got something going on. I think that Thor is probably the strongest Avenger in the MCU, but in the comics, Hulk is definitely and until that until that point, because then Captain Marvel shows up. I know? will say Hulk is pretty nerfed in the MCU, for being honest. Because he has to be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Uh. Well, Let's let's talk about a little bit about the character arcs. So we've got um, Tony Strange and and Peter um, all going on the way to Titan. We've got Cap and the rest of the crew going into Wakanda. Uh, we've got the the Guardians slash you know Gamora and Thanos, and then Thor's mission. Which one do you, get, you guys say is like your favorite of those? It's hard to pick one. I'm I'm probably I'm sure. I would have to it's say also good. Go ahead, Eric. I mean, I probably was going to say the uh, Thor Guardian stuff was probably my favorite. Um, especially, like, the joke in the beginning where it's just like, yeah, it's like, no, you are a dude. This is a, a man. man. 
And it's like, please, please, Quill, you're like one sandwich away from being fat. He's like, what? All right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get a Bowflex. I'm going to come in. That's funny to me because like normally like movies, they don't really mention like weight fluctuations between movies. But like, I don't know, like really pointing it out at the beginning of the Guardian scene and then saying, hey, you're getting a little weight. It's, I don't yeah. know, it's just, that's just funny. It, it was I, funny because, like, it just shows, like, that's the family right there. It's like, come on, come on, Quill. And, and like, mm-hmm. even, like, Star-Lord's like, Gamora? Like, am I getting fat? It's like, this is like a, a pirate made a child with an angel. Look at all oh these my muscles. Stop talking about his <laughs> muscles. How did I not remember to bring up uh, Gamora and... Uh, Star Lord, like exploring the relationship, like mm-hmm. Gamora really lets herself be emotionally open. What? What? Do you, what? What? Do, what? Why? Why do you got to show us Lay's? We got product placement now. Oh, he's doing. Himself. He's doing it for the drugs. Oh, oh. And <laughs> <laughs> now I understand. That's funny as well. That's Thank funny you. as well. One thing I forgot to mention from earlier, one of the one, one of my favorite scenes and why I think this movie is so different is again tone, that sense of dread like really meanders through the movie. My favorite scene is in the beginning when Tony is about to call Cap on his little flip phone uh, and then the invasion happens and they go outside and there's this tracking shot which they had never done really in the MCU movies quite to this extent where we're getting like a POV from like like a handy cam, like a shoulder cam. So we're like at eye level with the Avengers, which is cool, by the way, because normally they're like larger than life kind of figures doing all this crazy stuff. But it's, it just feels intimate. And we're seeing all these people like in New York suffer through this invasion, running away, getting into car accidents. Tony saves someone, like pulling him out of the car and hands him off to Wong. And he's going up and he's talking to Strange and they're getting ready to fight. And it's like one of it's nothing. It's a 30 second, you know, sequence of a tracking shot. And, and it does so much for me to establish like this movie is different and it's going to be going to fuck with you. I, so I mentioned this earlier, like it shows this movie right here shows how much civil war affected the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's insane. Like had, you know, everyone been on a united front, had things looked a little differently. But no, because of that movie, everyone is split. And so you got you got to think, like, is that the reason why we lost? Is because the Avengers split? And I, th- I always thought that was interesting, especially, like, you're right. Like, he's about to call Cap. And, like, you know, Tony's prideful, very much got a big ego. I don't know if he could have brought himself, like, Cap, I need you. Uh, so. Hey, that's a good question, though, because it leads to another question that Eric wrote. I think Eric wrote this one in as well, is... Uh, the Guardians, part of the Guardians and um, Tony's team on Titan almost get the glow off. They actually do get it off. Um, Thanos catches it and then puts it back on. Uh, it's Star-Lord's actions that um, lead to Thanos waking back up. And Eric, I will answer your question for you. Star-Lord, yes, did nothing wrong, and I stand no, by it. No, St- Star-Lord did everything wrong. We Ruben, had the Ruben, glove off. It was his plan to stop it. We Ruben, had the glove let me, off. Okay? Let me explain to you something about human emotions, Ruben. So just sit down right there. Yes. Zoom, zoom out. Zoom out real quick. I want to zoom. I want to have you zoom out. So, all right, Ruben. Say, you know, you lost Ella. Okay. I'm not gonna worry. Say, your lovely, your lovely fiance was taken away from you by a madman. Okay. 
you see that madman, okay? And then you're told, hey, this guy killed your beloved. You are not going to act in a rational manner. You are not, you can say that you would, you are not going to. Star-Lord in this, ma- in this moment had a very human emotion with this. Yeah, let me finish. Okay. Let me finish. Okay. He had a very human, real emotion in this scenario, and he was upset because he lost, obviously, arguably the love of his life because of this guy who's right in front of him, and he can let some anger out. He wasn't thinking about anyone else in this scenario. He was only thinking about Gamora. I understand that. So Star-Lord Internet did nothing wrong. However... There's a couple of guardians here that knew what was going to happen to Gamora. Not saying that she was going to end up dying. Who knew? No, again, not saying that they knew that she was going to end up dying, but they knew that Thanos had taken her. Okay? We had Drax, which is kind of an idiot. Sometimes the little things, everything goes over Drax's head. But we also had Mantis. So Mantis could have felt the the feelings that this man was having. And she was able to take him out of the battle. Did we need him in this battle? Not really. He didn't really do much. Star Wars. His plan was it. Was it really his plan though? He had the cool yes. shot of jumping in the pools no. of flipping off Thanos. He didn't. It, he literally it says, his "This plan. is my plan." By the way. Yeah, but I took that as like it wasn't really. No, his plan. he literally makes no. the plan. I'll tell you what. You want to know why it wasn't his this plan? This is what it's like arguing with people who think Star-Lord did everything wrong. Star-Lord didn't do everything wrong, but Star-Lord could have given us at least two minutes before punching him. All right? Two minutes. That's all I, That's all we needed. And Iron Man was right there saying, hey, just calm down, bro. We almost got this thing off. This is a stranger he's never really met before. It doesn't matter if it's a stranger he's never met before. They're on the same team, Eric. The thing, the thing is, Star Lord has never had the emotional maturity of an adult man. This is true. Very rare, rarely, he was raised by the Ravagers at the age of like thirteen plus. All I don't the, expect for him to be, to be like, "Well, let me wait. Hold on, guys. Let me wait for my feelings for a second. Like, all the more reason why Mantis could have put him to sleep. Put he would. Star Lord. How yeah. how could she do that when she's holding Thanos? I'm saying head? before cool. the battle. Before the battle, guys. Come on. How does this Mantis was Star Lord's plan? I still don't think that it was gone. Because she saw Thanos take him away. Take her away. Sorry. I'm not saying she knew. But how does she know she's dead? I'm not saying that she knows that she's dead. I'm saying this guy is a fucking hothead. Let's (laughs) let's take him away from Thanos for a second. Because he might do something that we least expect. Will. Quill saw Thanos take Gamora away. That's what I'm saying. Do you not understand what I'm trying no, to tell you? I don't understand what you're saying. It's because you're trying to say that Mantis should have, in her all wisdom, no. should have put Peter Quill to sleep. That's literally what you're saying. I am just she trying to say Mantis sleep. has been with Quill for what? I would say what? This is, they said two years? This has been four years. Four years. They've been hanging out together for four years. You mean to tell me all this? Guardians 2 came out? I don't know if yeah. I believe that. It did. It's six months after the first movie. 
six months after the first movie? Guardians 2 is set. Yep. Oh, it is set six months out. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you meant like it came out six months after the first movie. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Anyway, they've been together for four years in the same ship. You mean to tell me that in four years, you're telling me that you you have a co-worker in four... You've worked with a co-worker uh, 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 for uh, four uh, years, okay? No. And you're telling me that you don't see this person as emotional? Here's the thing, though. You're, you're basing your argument on assuming is the thing, on assumption. And All the right. text tells okay. us X, Y, and Z about these characters. We're going to have to agree to disagree that Star-Lord is the reason why... That we, the reason why we failed. Okay, we're just gonna have to agree to disagree. Now do me a favor, and get this man a shield. Oh man, you really Black want to talk about Wakanda, don't you? Yakanda. Actually, that's my that's my Yak least favorite part. Yaskanda. I don't. Uh, you're gonna go ahead and get yourself a, a timeout for like a minute for saying that. I I'll take my timeout. I'll take my time out. So, Christian, <laughs> what seconds. is your favorite uh, storyline to follow? Okay. And, uh, <clears throat> Thor, I love Thor's arc. But for me, I think, it, I think it has to be Captain America because there's something about that mystery of, like, the lost years of him, like, being away and then coming back in when he's needed because Wanda, like, had missed her rendezvous. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this one thing. I think arguably Captain America's entrance is better than Thor's. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Stormbreaker, him coming in to Wakanda to save up like everyone in this one moment by throwing Stormbreaker around is cool. It is a hype entrance, right? We love seeing the edits with Led Zeppelin music, you know, put on over it. Captain America showing up right before like Vision is about to like die and stuff. Like it's over for Wanda. And you hear like that train. There's something going on behind it. Everyone turns around and he's silhouetted and he walks up and he's like bearded as hell and he catches the spear. Nothing quite like it. Get the heck out of here, dude. It's I so good. 100% agree. Cap's entrance in this movie is phenomenal. And mm -hmm. you're right. Not a lot of people seem to think that. I guess like they're too overtaken by Thor's entrance to the battle, which is okay. I just feel like Cap came in and, like, was it fucking clutch and saved. He whooped it at. Yeah, he really did. And you know what? And I will also say Scarlet Witch. No, not Scarlet Witch. Black Widow. Um, fucking holding her own, grabbing that spear that he threw and fucking beating this girl's ass. Oh. Yeah, it's fucking great. Also, cap with the with the the dark clothing, the beard, and the long hair. Yeah, favorite look. Yeah, mine too. Mine too. Eric, your, your timeout is over. I want I want to hear your thoughts on this. Oh, scene. I mean, like it's it's such a it's such a great scene. It's like with the Avengers music playing in the background. This is like the first, uh, you know, a moment where our, some of our heroes are about to be, you know, possibly eliminated. Other Avengers come in and save the day. I think it's awesome i don't think it's anywhere as cool as thor entering because that was everyone was getting overrun and you know the rainbow bridge coming down and then everyone like especially with bruce screaming you guys are so screwed now and then like thor just going into the like the bring me thanos part and just jumping up and hammering oh uh, so that was good. cool that was cool uh, um 
I just, it was just so, and like I said, it works. This movie works because every little piece we go to is just characters we want to spend more time with. Obviously, like we go from the Guardians, like, ooh, we wonder what Cap and all them are doing. Oh, this is very important right here. Oh, let's cut back to um, Tony, uh, Steve, and Peter. Oh, this is also very important right here. It's not like any part for me was weaker than the other because these sure. are all characters that we love and want to spend time with. I'm going to bring up some more cool moments just to get us talking through some more stuff. Uh, the nanotech suit-up scene, awesome. Does it hold up visually? Maybe not as well, but I, I don't care. I think it's still a very cool scene. I think this um, is probably my least favorite suit. Wow, really? Yeah. I, I, I would rather it be practical. Not I don't know if the other suits were practical effects, but... No, well, Iron Man 1 yeah. is the only one where they use practical effects. So, like, I just don't like the nanotech stuff. It works on Spider-Man, but it doesn't work on Tony. No, like, the, the fight with Thanos is really cool when he's, like, yes. using... Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. but cool. I, just, like, seeing him walk in it, like, in the first scene... Yeah, it's it's it, off, it's, right? It's really off. I don't like the way the suit looks. I, I can agree with you there. However... One other cool thing that the Nanotech did provide is um, a different like use of propulsion, oh. which I think adds a sense of scale. One of my favorite shots in this movie is like how far away the ship is that Peter's on, and he's saying, "Friday, give me a little bit more juice or whatever," and the the big propel like propeller or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what tech he's using. Propulsion. The big one comes out, and then just it's fucking rad. Yeah, it's totally so cool. Uh, forgot that one scene also right before he's about to suit up. He's like, all right, time to let the big guy out. All right, come on, buddy. I've missed you right now. Let's go. Let's get this. We got this for now. Really? Really? You're embarrassing me in front of the wizards. Yeah. Let's see here. Some more cool moments. Let's oh, my God. about Friday. Let's not about forget it? about just how great Friday is, you know? Sure. sure. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, there was a moment in this movie that I, I forget about, and every time I, I watch it, the this scene happened. I remember I'm instantly transported back to my theater when the Guardians go to nowhere to try to take out Thanos, and we get that scene of Gamora stabbing Thanos in the neck and dying. Obviously, I obviously I knew like something's up. Like that's not actually him dying. I was smart enough to realize this. What I did not fully like understand was that, oh my God, the guy next to me goes, does he already have it? And that's when it clicked for me. Yeah. He's already got the fucking reality stone. Yep. And I'm like, the, the, it starts coming apart. And dude, again, killer scene. Like, oh, the boyfriend. And like when he says like do it, he like puts his puts Gamora's head to the gun. Mm -hmm. It's like, come on, are you gonna do it? And it's like, oh. And when he finally does it, I'm like, oh shit! And then we just see bubbles, and then Thanos goes, "I like him." And it just fucking Dude, proceeds to bounce. You forgot the most important part. Gamora saying, "I love you more than anything," to to Peter. Come on, come on. So good, so good. Well, he really uh, should have waited two minutes, Christian. Just two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that? They almost had the glove off, I just, Christian. Or, or, like, I would just say, like, he says, I love you more than anything. I'm like, but he should have waited he two minutes. He didn't say that. Christian. She did. 
Okay. No, I just want to I, no. I'm saying in the in the thing right here. Oh, never mind. No, let's just move on. Let's okay. Just move. All right. Uh, some more stuff. This one of my, f- my critiques of this movie is some of the jokes don't land for me. The one pr- I'm thinking of particularly is um, when Spider-Man does the callback to Civil War and he goes, "You ever see that really old movie Aliens?" I was like, eh. "Is it enough for me to hate the movie?" Obviously, absolutely not. Like whatever. It's just. I would say he brings it back with the Footloose joke. Well, not the the, the Footloose. It never was. (laughs) (laughs) That is good. Uh, We just just had that shot of Peter's face like, what? This is when Spider-Man becomes an Avenger, which is cool. That's just a a nice little moment, and Peter's just like, ah. (laughs) He stands up straight. It's great. Um, What else? What else here? Thor getting an eyeball that was hitting up Rocket's butt. Yeah, it was really weird. Fantastic. <laughs> Real weird. There's so many just, we were talking about jokes. It's like, Nebdelir, that's a made-up word. All words are made up. <laughs> but he's <laughs> so got a point. <laughs> yeah, he's got a point. Speaking of which, how do you guys feel about Peter Dinklage? It was, was weird. Fun. It was weird to see him in this. But, like, yeah, it, it was fine. I Because... Everyone was thinking when he was going to come into it, he was going to be a pip, mm-hmm. I, I think. And so that's what everyone thought. So I, th- I like the change up, the fact that he was not, you know, the short yes. and fish character. Yeah. I thought that was a nice change of pace. How like, he's a dwarf, but giant. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, th- I thought that was a neat little thing right there. And just and, like, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And a tragic story. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's like has no more hands. And he's like, the first thing he says is you were supposed to protect us. Couldn't. You know, this adds to Thor's grief right there. It's like, oh, I'm supposed yeah. to be like the hero everyone says. And then just, you know, when they're making it a character moment there for Groot oh. as well. Uh, where and it's so just, cool. oh, like everything just works in this movie. I, I, I rarely think, I don't think there's anything for me personally that, that just falls flat. I think just like the tension in the movie, just everything, all the fight sequences are really great. Uh, and I know we've talked about all this stuff, but just I want to get to like the Thanos Gamora stuff because I think that was one of the most interesting parts of the movie. We get a, a, a flashback, yeah, which is cool. And, and I didn't even know it was happening. We didn't know it was a flashback. Like it's happening just you know yeah. mid movie, which mm-hmm. is insane. It is weird though. We get the flashback, and he gives her the the double sided knife or blade, or whatever, and she still has it at the end. You hate this man so much, but you still keep the thing that he gave you? I don't think she had it. I think she, she did. took it from mm-hmm. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she yeah. had Never it. Never mind, I'm sorry. Yeah, she yeah. Had I think it. She, 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 that was the thing she used to stab Thanos on nowhere. Right, but she, used that she took it like, off the hill in that moment, but she did have it on like the ship earlier. She oh, like, she took it off the hill? Yeah. Okay, okay, then never mind. I mean it just shows like what an abusive relationship it was. No, because I, mean, I thought I that's like I thought she was holding on to it this entire time. She had it on the guardian ship. She was like looking at it. That's like when the, we get out of the flashback, she's looking at the blade. Okay, so it is kind of weird, but yeah, I would have to go back to the abusive relationship thing. I don't think it's that weird. Yeah, it's I mean, like she hates him so much. Why would she keep that? It could have been a reminder when her people reminder. were murdered too. Yeah. Okay. All right. I almost um, forgot about the the scene, the the Soul Stone scene. Well, first of all, seeing seeing Red Skull was just like insane. Insane! Was Everybody was fucking out. flipping out in my theater. Uh, like that yeah. scene is probably, oof, that may be one of my favorites. Top three scenes in the movie, especially so, like 
when she's like, you failed and everything, and he starts crying, and she's like, ha ha, you, you can't, it's like, those tears are not for him, and I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. And, like, this whole the thing where it's like, you can't love anything. And I'm just like, man, this is really, this is really deep right here. Yeah. There was, there was a moment when I thought, because when Gamora dies, it cuts to black. There was a moment I thought, really, is this where we're ending the movie? That fucking sucks. Oh, and yeah. He and he's got yeah. the soul sound. I'm like, man, this shit's still going. I'm, I, I'm <laughs> yeah, in yeah, this, yep. This strapped in, baby. Uh, the one thing we're kind of gearing up towards the end here. One thing we haven't talked about is the Wakanda fight. Which Ruben doesn't like that much, but I do want to say, Chadwick, you know, saying like the White Wolf has rested long enough, badass. Him just like war chanting over and over again, uh, watching these like enemies like come by, badass. Yeah. Him saying Wakanda forever before sprinting off, hardest line in the movie. Yeah, I have to agree. What are your problems with Wakanda? Like, I don't know. Fight? Like it's mostly revolving Cap. Like I hate those shields that they give Cap. I find it to be really, really stupid. Like, just give me... You could have just made another shield. Um, another circular shield. It didn't have to be, you know, painted. Just, you know. It just looks stupid, you know. Oh, we haven't we haven't gone to Chad right here. So, uh, uh, people agree with me. Ruben, Tony would have done the same thing had it been Pepper. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Is it that, Frank? Yeah, Frank. He's Frank. Yeah. Eh, uh, done the same thing. Yep. Maybe. That's what I was saying. Tony's just as rash. Tony's just as rash. Maybe. I feel like Spider-Man wouldn't have been able to talk him down, though. You know, but uh, they also wouldn't have had the 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 gauntlet off that quickly. Well, not that quickly, but like that much. You know, there wouldn't have been any hope for that gauntlet to come off if it was just Spider-Man digging it off. Like Spider-Man also had the reason why I blame this all on Star-Lord is because Spider-Man and Tony are taking that gauntlet off and they have it. We see it almost off. It's almost off. And then fucking Star-Lord just has to fucking ruin everything. Don't forget, Ruben, there's one where they win. So you could say that the glove Star-Lord had to do that for them to win. We also could have just said that, like... I've... Like, if you're going to blame anyone, blame Thanos for killing Gamora. Like, let's yeah. not blame... Nah, know? let's blame Star-Lord. Because Thanos no. is just, like... You know what? I'll, oh. I'll... How about this? Star-Lord's fine. Chris Pratt, fuck you. <laughs> Alright, I'll take that. I'll take that. I hope Star-Lord looks at, to, looks at you in Guardians Volume 3, Ruben, and just says... Looks at me? Yeah, he looks at you personally and says, fuck you. I'm okay with that. <laughs> If he names me also, like, <laughs> I'm totally fine with that. Lots of stuff in Wakanda. Camp, sh- fighting, whatever those things are called. The, I forget what that species is from New York. Yeah. I am Chris Rogers. Oh. Amazing scene. Steve Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chris, Chris Rogers. Rogers. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so you copied my beard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that stuff is cool. Which also brings Cap- us back Cap- to Endgame. Cool. Oh my god, I didn't realize that. Like the the, the scene with him picking up the hammer. Uh, it's a little, not a callback, but like a future reference, I guess. Maybe? How? Am I pulling it to? Am you're, I pulling I out something? I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> Just yeah. like them having that, like, oh, you copied me. Like, he also copied him in an in Endgame where he picks up uh, the hammer. 
I don't know about this one, Chief. Uh, all right, uh, all right, that's yeah, fine. This, that's this fine. ain't that's it. Fine. That's fine. This ain't it. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, an incre- I think my favorite like women empowerment moment that doesn't feel like I guess spoilers for Endgame. Like I, I don't like the one in Endgame. Like that to me yeah. just felt weird and artificial. The one in uh, Wakanda and Infinity War, I think, is fucking amazing. Perfect. Hearing Scarlett Johansson say she's not alone off screen is so cool. And then seeing like her and um, Okoye mm-hmm. um, fight, I forget her name. The children of one of the children of Thanos. I think it was which, Midnight Prox, Proxit, Proxima. Yes. Yeah. yeah. By the way, the children of Thanos, I think, are incredible characters as well. Like they were, they're very cool. Eh. Are they perfect? No, no. Like whatever. They're they're great. Like you know, medium size. They were intimidating. Yeah. Yeah, just, exactly. It was super intimidating. That fight was fucking awesome, and then it leads to one of the greatest lines in the movie, which is Okoye saying, why was she up there all this time? <laughs> fucking, <laughs> come so on, good. dude. So good. Uh, yeah, what other stuff from Wakanda do you guys like? Uh, I, I liked the uh, Shuri kind of showing up Bruce Banner. Like, why didn't you do that? Uh, well, we, we didn't. didn't, didn't do that. that is good. <laughs> I would say for me, the we have, uh, of course, Spider-Man having the hardest goodbye on. Uh, oh, we're talking Wakanda. about Wakanda. That's no, not I, I, I understand. Let me we're let me get Wakanda. let me get there. Let me get there. There's a for me. There's uh, also one of the hardest goodbyes that we have to say at the end of this movie is Rocket saying goodbye to Groot, and it just fucking tears me up every time. I think we're gonna get to the big yeah, saving this. I just watched this, you know. I'm sorry. Like, whew. we're about to get to the climax. Ruben. Okay, don't I'm worry. sorry. I'm sorry. My apologies. Okay, well, we'll 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 just get there. It, it seems like maybe it's like they're, Ruben's they're... ready ready for it. <laughs> it seems like maybe the tides are turning because the Avengers and the rest of you know the army is is are killing these um, children of Thanos enemies. But then Thanos arrives. Mm-hmm. Thor comes down with that fucking Stormbreaker, mm-hmm. gets him right in the fucking in the chest, and goes, "You should have gone for the head." Snap, cut to white. When I tell you, I fucking gasped. I don't normally like say things in the theater, but Infinity War made me fucking gasp out loud, like the true Mexican I am. And yeah, when we get back and people start to disappear, insane. Please, fucking insane. you guys, please, Eric. You, talk about your favorite like disappearing moment. I don't know. Yeah, who's your the one that hits you the hardest? Oh, obviously, we it's know Spider-Man. the answer. It's yeah. obviously Spider Man, where he's like, "Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good because apparently that was improv." Oh, was it? Yeah, apparently the Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good was improv, and it's just like that hurts because like Tony pretty much is all alone there. Yeah, obviously Nebula's right there, but yeah, but um, like, yeah. Yeah. Like this is this is Peter's mentee. I mean, this is Tony's mentee. So it, it's just. But Spider-Man oh, get me. But you know which one I think for me gets me a little bit more for some weird reason. Black Panther going away. Get up, General. When I when I see him say "Get up, General," and when I was in the theater, I was like, "Fuck, Okoye is gone," and then Cap or Cap, Black Panther disappears, and that was like I just did not think like there's surely there's no way Black Panther is going away and. You know, one second later, he's gone. It's like, fuck. I don't know who else is going to go. And it's everyone. Everyone. Come on. When I tell you I still actually watch um, theater reactions to this scene just to feel something, 
this and in game like why not like those theater reactions are incredible. yeah man i still watch the videos like uh recently when we were watching hawkeye um i still w- watch all the compilations of everybody putting the disappearances together and it just fucking hits mm. every single time yeah the dust things i'm sorry not the disappearance the blip i don't know why they call it the blip I like the snap. <sighs> i prefer the snap better the snapping the snapping that's it's got kidding. a really good no i like it though the wild part is like I know there is like happens right before where like everyone's trying to stop Thanos from getting division, uh, like that moment where Cap is like stopping this super where giant we, oh, alien. Yeah, man, man, where we think it's he's so got it. Good, we think and then like it. you know, Wanda and Vision in that scene, bro. Uh, and you know what hurts even more is the fact that she thinks she wins, and then Thanos just nope. Like he uses the time stone to bring it right back. Like I got that, and it's like, oh god, there's nothing they can do here. I'm gonna be real honest with you. I forgot he had the time stone in that scene. Like when I was in theaters watching it, I forgot. Like there's no way that he's gonna be able mm-hmm. to fucking bring it back, and then he does. Savage. How could I? How could I forget? My, one of my other two favorite moments is the battle on Titan is fucking raw. Real quick, I want to say, if Sam Raimi can capture, like, one-tenth of Doctor Strange fighting Thanos in Doctor Strange and Multiverse, Multiverse of Madness, it's going to be a great movie. Because that fight scene was incredible. Shout out to Thanos, like, a whole planet or a moon, whatever. No, oh, the planet. Because they're on the moon and just throwing that on Tony. Come on, bro. Like, cinematic porno. And everybody was saying, like, there's no way that they can bring this, like, from... They can't translate it. From the comics into a movie and they do it and it's just like mm. oh god I love when he grabs peter and just screams insect at him oh, i thought that was so nice did anyone else think peter uh, peter tony was gonna die when he got stabbed yes yeah absolutely yeah, i thought that was yeah. it for him yeah yeah, yeah. Like, it was i did we got another freaking hard-ass thanos line where he's like i, I hope they remember you and like he knows Tony's like like Stark, and he's like, you know me, like I do. You're not the only one cursing knowledge. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, so I gotta say, so. this is probably one of the the uh, movies that my friend group quotes the most. Just like all the Thanos lines, we we quoted every single time somebody disappoints us. And then like also in the beginning, what he's like. He's got Loki. It's like no resurrections this time. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. That line is is raw as well. As we start to ramp up, because I'm sure we'll get uh, more discussion here in like our rankings and stuff. I want to quickly ask if there's any critiques you have. The only one I have with this movie is I still don't think the blue screen stuff looks good. There are a lot of times where I just like am taken out of the movie experience because I think the backgrounds look very much fake, and I can tell they're in a room. Uh, but other than that, I think it's a uh, it's a great movie. It's like the only complaint I have. Oh, complaints wise, I don't really have many complaints with this. I think this is just it focuses on characters as much as it does action, which is wild because you have this super crazy world ending event. But they focus just as much on what makes these characters tick as the action, and I think that that is what makes this movie work. Yeah, absolutely. I would say for me, it's the minor stuff, the cap shield, just like, eh, 
it could have been better. And of course, Tony's suit, just the nanotech. Uh, oh, speaking better. of speaking of Cap, when he and Black Panther are running at full speed to the shield, yeah, oh, yeah, that's oh. cool, man. That's cool. And it's wild is like we barely like scratched the surface on a lot of stuff. Like we we didn't even talk to the fact like how this affected the Hulk. Oh yeah, you, you said you didn't like how the Hulk was in this movie, Ruben. Well, no, it was yeah. just more the Hulkbusters scenes. I like, just thought oh, it was so cool. You're like, gonna get it now, like what? Hulk just got manhandled, and that that affected his confidence and stuff. And it's no, yeah, cool. I, I I wholeheartedly agree. It's oh, just it's like, just so good. Could have been better. Hulk a Hulk a burning fudge. That's a good one. Fucking Wong rocks. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You're invited to my wedding. He's got to protect the Sanctum Sanctorum. Now that Strange is gone. He just bounces out like, good luck, y'all. <laughs> Protecting your reality, douchebag. Come on. Anyway. Let's get into our rankings here. Uh, Ruben, you're the, you're the first one up. So, of course, we have our top five rankings for the Stanley cameos. And of course, we always say this, I'm just doing top five just because it's a long list. It's up there on the screen. You can read it out to yourself if you want. Um, for number five, we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Guy Annoying the Watchers on the Planet. Number four, we have Avengers, Superheroes in New York. Give me a break. The old man playing chess in the park in the news segment. Number three, we have Thor, the pickup truck guy trying to lift a hammer, looking back, asking, did I get it? Number two. Spider-Man Homecoming as the guy in the building that says, get away from there, you punk. And of course, number one, we have Avengers Age of Ultron, World War II vet that gets super hammered at the Avengers party and says, Excelsior. And of course, this uh, Stanley cameo was him on the bus saying, what's the matter? You kids never seen a spaceship before? I love the intro to this one too. It's like I need a distraction. We're all gonna <laughs> die. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and our first shot of Spidey Sense. That was also awesome yeah. too. First, yeah, I mean, that was another big moment in the theater. Very good, very mm-hmm. good. Sorry, Peter Tingle. Not Spidey Sense. Uh, I I'll go first. I would put this. Uh this is this one's kind of mid for me. I think. Yes, I agree. I, I think I would put this right below number nine. I'd say this is the new dude, number 10. Simpatico, you and me right now, dude. That's exactly what. I, yes. New number 10. 100%. 100% agree with you. Yeah. For me, is it my favorite? No. But at, at least I think it's more memorable than, than him at the crafts table yeah. at Black Panther. Yeah. 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 I don't have to agree. You're number 10. Just like that. Just like that. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Give me a sec. Don't you fucking move. Actually, you know what? Keep going. I'll just update it next time. All right, everyone. It's time for the segment where we rank the villains. We got it. We had a new number one last Thank week. You, and of course, as we always ask, what good are heroes? That a good villain. So let's try and see where old purple chin is going to be in this ranking. So, Grimace from McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Number five, Green Goblin from No Way Home. 
Number four, Wenwu from Shang-Chi. Number three, Baron Zemo from Civil War. Number two, Vulture from Spider-Man Homecoming. And number one, Killmonger from Black Panther. Ruben, I'm going to start with you first. All right. Where does the Mad Titan fall on this list for you? So here's the thing. Let's take it down from the top. From the bottom, I guess. Mm-hmm. Is he better than Malekith slash Curse? Absolutely. Are you going to do this? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> is, okay, let's start from the 12th, at least. Is he better than mm-hmm. Red Skull? Absolutely. Yes. Taskmaster Drakov, 100%. Yes. Loki and Thor, hell yes. yes. Absolutely. Hella, eh. Yeah. Hella's hotter, Shut. but we'll take it. Yeah, he's better than that. Um, Loki and Avengers, absolutely. Just again, Loki just needs to get off this list. The Winter Soldier, yeah, absolutely. He he destroys the Avengers, and it, it, I'm gripping this water bottle right next to me. Um, right now here's where it I'll gets tricky. Mysterio, I yes. don't know, guys. Shut, no, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm stop. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's the, my new number one. Oh wow! Like that. Thank that, you. That is. Thank you. You're like right as much as I hate to say it, like yes, he does more stuff than Green Goblin. Yes, Vulture. Vulture psychologically destroys a child in in high school, but sure, I guess Thanos is is better is a better villain than Vulture. Sure. So I'll do number one. Okay, I I'll go next. Save Christian for last. This is number one. This is easily number one. Like I, so scary, right out of the gate, intimidating. He literally fucks over so many of our heroes. He takes down the Incredible Hulk and Thor and all of them in the first five minutes of the movie. An actual wonderful like character arc for him where the whole movie is about him. And I think that's great. Um, I, I I think this Thanos is much better than in-game Thanos. I mean, we'll get to that a little bit later. But this, he wins. And I think that's also another important thing. When he put, like, he literally does what he sets out to succeed. And they fucking end the movie with the villain smiling. Yeah, but you know what? You know who else And he, who, who, and he talks... But... You know who else won? Green Goblin. That's all I gotta say. And Mysterio. That's all I gotta how, say. How did Green Goblin win? I mean, he he took out May. You know, he made him almost into the villain. <laughs> I'm kidding, Eric. Continue. But no, like he and they asked, like, what are you gonna do instead? Like, I'm gonna to sit down and watch a gl- sunrise over a glorious, um, grateful universe. He does that. He literally does everything that he's going to set out to do and nothing stopped him. And I think also performance-wise, Josh Brolin just hits it hits a home run with this performance. Like it's um it's so great. All the one-liners that he does that hit so hard. I think that Thanos is is number 1. And there's I don't see anything topping him for a long time. But I never taught you to lie. Mm-hmm. That's why you're so bad at it. Listen. Is Thanos a top five MCU villain? There's no question. There's no doubt in my mind. Is Thanos an S-tier villain? 
Fuck yeah, baby. Are you kidding me? Thanos is incredible. Is he number one? Sorry, he is not. He is not as good as as Killmonger. Is everything Ruben and Eric said true? Thousand percent. I stand by all of it. I agree with you. Is he better written than Killmonger? No. Although it comes very close. I think Thanos is the new, new number two. Obviously, I'm wrong. We're gonna get. Out. I'm. I'm outvoted. I just want to say my piece anyway, just for yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. Uh, for me, what why Killmonger stands above Thanos is how wonderfully written and empathetic Eric Killmonger comes off as as a villain, almost likable. The way we spend time with his childhood and really empathize with how much he lost and how he's dealing with that to get back to Wakanda and then have Wakanda change and then ultimately win in his scenario, right? with you know black panther creating the outreach program i think for me is much more powerful and moving than thanos being like i want to commit genocide and like kill like half the population that stuff is fucking cool in execution don't get me wrong but to me it isn't as as powerful as having like something like a positive outcome like we we need to make your country reach out to all our other brothers and sisters that are out in the world suffering that to me is like awesomely written that's why I think Killmonger is my favorite, but I'm happy to have Thanos number one. Yes. I do want to ask you a question. Did Killmonger create the conversation in real life that Thanos did where people left and right were asking or debating on whether or not Thanos was right? Do we have characters? Yeah, I, yeah, I remember people like talking about sort of yeah, but as much, but as much as, but that's what I'm saying. It's not. It wasn't more of a. It was more of a uh, of an agreement than it was a conversation. Like you didn't have people disagreeing with other people, saying like, "Well, yeah, Thanos was right." Because well, it, that, you're you're proving my point. Yeah, Killmonger was right. We agreed that he was right. Thanos is like that's the question, right? Yeah. Okay. I just yeah. remember like. The cultural like thing that Thanos brought. Like, remember the Reddit purge? I remember that where like Josh Brolin himself was like snapped, and like half the people in this Reddit and yeah. this um, Reddit thing were just banned. Like, you had a website you could go to. Like, did you survive the Thanos snap? And I uh, did. You guys do the website? Let's yes. Yes. I I was, survived. I was wiped out. I was also. Ruben, do you remember? I was also. I, I live, baby. Nice. I for Christian, right? It lives on. <laughs> and there I you think, have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. New number. I already one. wrote it in. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. All right. Thanos, new number one. But I, I think that, you know, Killmonger is going to stay uh, number two on our villain list. We still have a great, a, a great top ten. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. Green Goblin getting out of the top five. Hey, I'm look sure at that. Loki from Thor is finally out of the top ten. Could you believe that? It's finally time. Jesus Christ. Which leads us to the biggest question of all. Where does this rank among our MCU ranking so far? Reading from number five up. Spider-Man Homecoming at number five. Number four, Spider-Man Far From Home. Number three, Captain America the Winter Soldier. Number two, Captain America Civil War. And number one, Spider-Man No Way Home. It's going to be tough for you guys, I can tell. Christian, what's your answer? What's my answer? I think it's number one. Eric? Number like two. I, hmm. 
Uh, Christian, go ahead. No, why? No, you said you got what? I don't know. Like, there's something about Infinity War that that really gets me, and and it's the stem of it is the writing. I think the writing is probably the strongest in the MCU, like to date. And we've we've talked a lot about like why that is. And it's because it focuses just as much as characters as it does its action, and that really spends time to like engage with those characters interacting with each other and like how Thanos coming has impacted everyone across these like multiple years of movies. Spider-Man No Way Home, while I agree is probably like, I have it at number 10 in my top 21 movies of last year. It's awesome. It doesn't quite hit the highs of me that this Avengers event movie does, even though this was just as much of an event. Okay. Uh, Clearly, the fact that you guys are still waiting on me to give you an answer means you guys don't know me at all. This is a new, my new number two for this ranking. I knew it. I knew it. Just because Spider-Man No Way Home gives us everything we could ever want. Like, 10-year-old me sees this fucking movie and he's like, his brain would literally explode. Now, is this a great movie? Yeah, of course this is a great movie. I'm not going to take anything away from it. But, like, Spider-Man No Way Home had so much more writing on it for me. Like, I was more excited to see the, the mystery of, like, what the fuck would happen after Far From Home than I was. There's no way you were more excited for that. Well, no, 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 no. Than I was. Than I was. Gauntlet. Yes. Yeah, I would have to say that. Yeah, I was. Just because, like, we had seen, there was all these rumors, like, they were going to get split up, and I was like, oh, I don't really want to fucking see that. So, like, <sighs> this is a great movie. Okay, I'm not taking anything away from it. It's a great movie. It fucking rips my heart out every fucking time I see it. But which gives me, which gets me more sad? Spider-Man No Way Home. No Way Home. No Way Home. Come on. I think I think for me right here, I I I don't think No Way Home topped my height for Infinity War. I think like for me, I have to look at the fact it's just you know they did my favorite fictional character really well in no way home mm. that's why it gets the edge over for me for over infinity war yeah like i i think it's it's like one of those things where i think no way home on a scale is like nine five infinity war is like a nine four or something like that and it's just it's, too it's so minuscule or they can both be nine five and you just like prefer yeah one yeah the other. Uh, it could be like yeah it could be like that i guess i'm just so used to like one has to be higher score than the other. sports sorry uh but um yeah i just think the fact that uh they did that with Spider-Man. That's what pushes it over. Like Spider-Man's going to win for me pretty much every time. So, uh, yeah, this is number two. Like this is an exceptional movie. Uh, this was a cultural event. This was everything it was. And then some like this. Oh, I don't want to like be hyperbolic here, but I think this movie literally like changed the world for like the first two weeks it was out. Yeah. Like, the, like after everyone saw infinity war, like that was, that was something. This was like, I just remember uh, them putting out the, like the, not the press release, but like, don't spoil this movie or else Thanos will fuck. Thanos demands your silence. Yeah, Thanos demands your silence. And that was like fucking crazy. So 
I'm sorry, Christian. Like I, w- I want to put it as number one. I already but... wrote it in as number two. Okay, good. It already yeah. happened. Our new num- uh, top ten reads as follows. Number ten, Thor Ragnarok. Number nine, Black Panther. Number eight, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number eight, seven, Shang-Chi. Number six, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number five, Spider-Man Far From Home. Number four, Captain America the Winter Soldier. Number three, Captain America Civil War. Number two, Infinity War. And number one, Spider-Man No Way Home. We've got a few other left in Phase 3. We've got Captain Marvel, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then Endgame. I'm going to be very curious to see how, what, like on my personal list, how, where Endgame ranks. Because I used to put Infinity War over it. But now I don't know. We'll see. That's going to be a tough ranking. But unfortunately, we have to pause our MCU Rewind series. Because we're going to be talking about Moon Knight for the next six weeks. And it's going to be exciting. It'll be really exciting. Mm-hmm. There you have it. Do you want to just put out some crazy theories on what the fuck is going to happen in Moon Knight? I I have I no know. idea where to even begin. Oh, man. Marshall Ali shows up in episode five and says some words. There you go. Says some words. Okay. Stop. I can't handle it. Okay. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be real interesting. Don't forget, guys, Morbius also releases this week, too. Oh, my God. And the director already spoiled it. Like, what Fantastic. a complete shit show. For I did not. Movie. I have not seen it yet. It's, I didn't see the spoilers he released. Okay, okay good. Yeah, I, I wouldn't see it anyway. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see this movie. I am, also, I am also going to see this movie, probably, just because it's been killing me ever since they announced this movie and we saw that first trailer of fucking michael keaton also in this movie but like guarantee you i've seen the fucking trailers over the past almost three years so much that i've probably seen like enough of like if you were to combine all the trailer watches i've have to see a morbius it equals the one movie yeah so i'm good yeah i'll let you know how it is like i'll let you guys know about venom um i'll do that i'll jump on that all right well that puts us at plugs then who would like to start how about you christian okay yes you can follow me at iso christian over on twitter to keep up with all the things that i do like my movie podcast over at large popcorn bi-weekly movie show next one we're doing i don't remember oh it's a star wars episode yeah there you go You'll get to find out which Star Wars episode we're going to do pretty soon. I also do a weekly gaming show uh, every Wednesday, except for this this week. We're going to do it on Thursday because of a, a family uh, incident with one of our co-hosts. That's over at Podcast PXN. And then all the stuff I do for this channel. Newest video essay is out on the top films of 2021. And that happened right before the Oscars. You can go over to that, watch that video. Let me know what you think on my list if you hated it. I'm sorry. And I'm also working on the newest video already. And the one after that. Wow. We're going to two videos at once. It's too much. I got to stop. What about that Tech Raptor video? Oh, my God. All the Tech Raptor stuff. I mean, yeah. I will, the one I'm working on is under embargo, but more for me next week. Okay. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Eric, where can people find you? Uh, you can follow me at Eric Segan on Twitter. It's very exciting. I finally have Horizon done. I just got to put together that review. 75 hours. Like, with... What's a lot? Uh, a baby that was fine. I didn't even finish everything. So, but uh, 
stories are starting up. Did you do the racing? Uh, I did do the racing. I didn't do the last race uh, because I was like so like I was so close to the end of the game. I'm like, all right, I want to see what happens. Yeah. Uh, but it's like it's there, so I, I can go back there and just finish it whenever. whenever I just I'm ready. I did one race. That's yeah, it was fun. Like it was, it was a fun time. It was. It, it's. I like the fact there weren't like you know seventeen of them around. It's just like three tracks, so it's yeah. it's okay. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna work on that review soon. Hopefully, we'll get that up by the end of next week. Hopefully. Um. Let's see. I'm gonna be starting Elden Ring tonight, and I'm so excited. Uh, so it's gonna be the next three months of your life. Uh, probably we'll see. We'll see how it Maybe goes. Uh, but no, uh, a really exciting. Really exciting, fun time. So about to have Moon Knight. So excited about to finally get Moon Knight, Joe. I've been waiting for this for a while. So Okay. And of course, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that guy Tuesday. You can find the channel at Pen Conquest on Twitter, um, Penultimate Conquest on Instagram. Um I'm debating on whether or not well, it's not really a de- up for debate. I'm trying to figure out what my first video essay should be about. So, if you have any ideas, feel free to tweet them at me. Um, yeah. We're also thinking... Well, I'm also trying to put into the works a Mario Kart tournament situation happening with the DLC. But that's on the back burner for now, just because... It's going to take forever for that DLC to come out. I think it's like a year and a half. You can just do the first. You can just do one every for every time. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But again, I got to find people that are interested in doing that. There's eight races out right now. Okay. That's a cool cool, like 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. And I'm also thinking, you know, I don't know if you guys heard this, but today's the day that Returnal free update came out, you know. Came out like last week. Did it? I thought it came out this week. Been out for a few days. Huh. My apologies then. Well, I'm looking for somebody to go through Returnal with me. Just because I'm. Can you co op the game? Is yeah, that, is that's that the that's... Sisyphus? Wow. Yeah. So, preferably somebody who hasn't gone through the game, but like, if, uh, I'll take what I can get. Uh, but that's about it. That's all I got. Moon Knight. That's it? Yeah, that's it. Excelsior. Excelsior. Next time.